Let me keep that yawn in here. <laughs> all right. This is a talk bookie to me. <laughs> this is a discussion-based podcast all about books and book-related things. Uh, I am one host, Aaron. I'm Felicia. And we are here to wrap up the month of January in 2024. With episode three of New Year, New Bookie. Yep. Which was our January theme. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, the point of the last of the month episode is to try to give you a few news updates, uh, maybe a couple of recommendations, catch you up on our uh, Goodreads progress so far, uh, and maybe give it a couple of reviews, and then end with some general recommendations is what we typically yeah. do for our last of the month episodes. So uh, do you want to kick us off with some book news or do you want to kick it off no i got it okay um so i don't have a whole lot so it'll be kind of quick uh book riot published an article um a hundred must read new books by black authors some of the books are the underground railroad by colson whitehead which is one of the books on my 10 uh to be read lists for this year yep um the fifth season by nk jemison which is a book that i really want to read this year the hate you give by angie thomas uh, Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson, which was actually a book that you got me um, when we did our random like Barnes and Noble challenge, mm-hmm. and it's a movie or a show now. I think I can't remember which one it I is. Think so, yeah. And then Seven Days in June by Tia Williams, um, you know, and that one has the cover, and they're like the man's behind her, and they have like a seven year gap. Um, or, or no, seven years in a row they see each other or something like that, and then years pass. Yeah. Oh, that sounds, yeah, now it sounds familiar. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, the only other thing I have is when we went to sec- oh, no, Books a Million this weekend, uh-huh. um, they had a signed edition of Lightbringer, which was the final installment to the second trilogy by Pierce Brown. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. I got it for a really good deal. Also, if you have <laughs> Books a Million... Make sure you have the coupons because apparently when you sign up, you get these crazy good coupons. And I had like $30 off of my purchase, mm-hmm. which I nobody had ever taken the time to explain that to me. Yeah. It seemed like they, <clears throat> at least the person that was there was like very generous. And yeah. Like, she sent me the link from her cell phone yeah. so that I would have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But I mean, Books a Million is one of those things where I feel like. There's not a ton of those left, I guess. I uh, liked it so much better. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say because that's mean, but... Yeah, yeah. No, it's fair. Yeah, I mean, they they own Second and Charles, which is, you know... The used version. The used version, yeah. Which, uh, I mean, there's, there's a big market and a usefulness for each of those, mm-hmm. but yeah, we just have to decide which one we need in the moment, so... Yeah. And we have to drive 45 minutes to get to our books a million, so <laughs> there's that. Fair point, yeah. All right, I don't have a lot of news. Uh, I have one thing that you sent to me. Uh, HBO is going to adapt uh, Dark Places into a limited series, which they've adapted uh, Sharp Objects, mm-hmm. which was also like a, a big one for me. I watched that and was a huge fan, but yeah, Dark Places I think will probably adapt pretty well. Yeah. A little bit worried about it because, like, I struggled through that book. If you heard, like, later episodes, uh, I had some troubles with that book. But it'll be interesting to see how they adapt it. Um, but I, I I have high hopes for now sure. Now you're done, though. We can watch the movie. 
I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely I think love the to. The show is going to be a better format for it. Yeah, absolutely. But, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, and then the second thing that I have is a book riot <laughs> article as well, which is the, the 12 best <clears throat> romance books. Um, they have a lot of huge variety of things. Some of them are more like smut driven stuff. Uh, some of them are more like a, uh, whimsical romance things. Uh, the one I wanted to point out was, uh, Kiss Her Once For Me by Allison Cochran. That's the one that stood out to me quite a bit. Um, you can look into it to see some more of the details and whatnot, but, uh, it, it, it stood out to me as one of the ones that's a little bit more balanced between, uh, more romantic and, uh, in terms of like intimacy, but also in terms of like, I don't know, a little bit more grounded, gritty right. type, uh, finding yourself like an sort of stories. Type yeah. of romance instead of like a falling in love type of romance. Yeah, but also like a like the gritty elements of like mm. romantic relationships because like it, it it seems like a lot of romantic books do not dig into the the friction that comes with some right. romances and this one seemed like it did so awesome. i was a little bit excited about that but check out that list on book riot um i think that they they have some pretty good picks on that one that's awesome yep book riot has really good articles and lists i think so they too. also did a romanticy one and they have a science fiction one and a fantasy one yeah that i was trying to choose between today so right right <laughs> Um, so then the next uh, segment that we have is going to just be basically a recap of our month and what we read. Um, so I ended up reading 16 books in January. Oh, nice. Which <laughs> I honestly am surprised by, but graphic novels really helped. <laughs> it's well over twice what I read. Yeah. What did you read? I read five. That's pretty good. That's actually really good. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, because like... Towards the end of the year, or no, like like the some of the last few months, it was a little bit less. Than five, yeah, I think. that's fair. Yeah, that's awesome. So, do you want to start with what you read? Sure, I guess. Yeah, I I finished the Super Mario Bros. Two uh, book from Boss Fight Books, John Irwin. Um, I gave that one four stars. We talked about Boss Fight Books in the mid month episode. Uh, they do a lot of like video game based books where somebody can like dive in and basically write uh, nonfiction uh, based. I don't know, like some of them autobiographical, some of them are memoir, some of them are more like evaluations mm-hmm. of the books. I don't know. It's a weird series, but uh, the Super Mario Bros. Two was like more of a historical book. Um, it jumped around a little bit, had some weird organizational traits and whatnot, but I, I liked it overall. Uh, second one that I finished was a sea change by Gina Chung. Um, this is a audio book that I listened to through Libby. Um, this gave it three stars. Uh, I had it at four to begin with, and then the more me and you talked about it, actually, <laughs> I was like, no, this is a three star book for sure. Um. It's good. It is good, but it does I think nothing. At the halfway point, it was a four. Yeah, yeah. It it does nothing new. Um, it it is a. I think I talked about it in the mid month episode a little bit, but there's nothing new about it. It's it's a 
the themes are kind of dealing with the transition into adulthood, mm-hmm. um, overcoming depression, uh, overcoming substance abuse to an extent. Um, grief. Yeah, grief, uh, largely, but it's a, it's a generational, like, first, uh, uh, immigrant story, and it's, it, it's good. It is very good, but there's nothing new about it. Right. There's nothing that stands out. I didn't feel like it pushed the genre forward. I didn't feel like there was any new kind of fresh takes on anything. Um, and that's probably a me issue because I've read a lot of stories about uh, first-generation immigrants already. So, <laughs> Especially last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, last year in particular. But but again, I, I do recommend it. I honestly do. Uh, but it, it's, uh, yeah, it's a woman that, that works at a, an aquarium with a, an octopus that her father discovered. Um, and she becomes very attached to it, and it's her trying to figure out how to move on with her life uh, into adulthood, into her 30s, basically. Um, very sad. <laughs> a lot of depressing scenes. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of repetition. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that, again, I've I've seen played out in more interesting ways in the past. So, I do recommend it, but with those caveats... Uh, those are the only two books that I finished this month, mm, I think. Wanna... I, uh, well, yeah. And, and I, I made a little bit of progress in Cinnamon and Gunpowder by Eli Brown. I mentioned that in the mid-month. I, I might be like 60 pages in, I think. Uh, this is one of the 10 books. Uh, it's a pirate-based book. It's very good. I mm-hmm. love it so far. And I want to finish it definitely in February. But that's, uh... Only made it that far so far. Yeah, I mean we had like company and yeah, this month was working tough. and <laughs> it was a tough month. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's a good book. I, I do recommend it just based on what I've read. Uh, it's, it's a little bit brutal, more brutal than I uh-huh. thought. Uh, there's a, there's some... when you read the back, it kind of feels a little more fluffy. Yeah, yeah, like a like a one piece adventure kind of story mm-hmm. when you read the back <laughs> when you're. <laughs> In content, it is like Blackbeard pirate mess. It, it's a it's pretty <laughs> aggressive, but also like I think that feeds into the story. I yeah. think it I think it serves it very well. Because <clears throat> now there's like um like there's high stakes, so he has to cook steak. Yeah, yeah. So the, the if you're not familiar, the the premise is that like it's a chef that got kidnapped. Uh, basically, and he has to, like, serve on board of this pirate ship where he has to, like, cook a meal every Sunday. The meal has to be, like, up to par for the captain of the ship. If not, he's going to be killed. Um, and it's it's a thousand and one nights, right? The mm-hmm. uh, Arabian Nights. Arabian Nights story. It's a, yeah, it's a it's an adaptation of that or a reinterpretation mm-hmm. of it is the best way to put it. Uh it's very interesting. I like it a lot. And the food in particular. Gosh, the descriptions of food There's already. There's a recipe in it, right? In yeah. the back, right? We talked yeah. about that. There is, yeah. The the description of the food are already so good, but I just, I'm I'm all on board for that. You're all in when it's a food book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all I need. Just give me recipes. Give me food stuff. Right. But... But also, a woman cooking for her kids. Yeah, that's you. That's what you want. Honestly, yes, please, yeah. No, but it's a, but it is very much a. It's an interesting story because, like, the pirate 
element is very cool too. Yeah. Because they they describe like the sailing and the the limitations that he has on board with the ship because he has like very limited cooking supplies and like uh, utensils and everything. And he tells them like, "Hey, I need more stuff." And uh, they they you know they have to try to accommodate it or just let it go. And uh, that's gonna again contribute to whether or not he lives <laughs> so he has to <laughs> so he has to be like a little bit more concerned about that they they pass it off as like well we don't have a spoon or a ladle right. and he's like well i need a ladle or i might die so it's it's very funny but um <clears throat> i think it's all i read though i didn't get through too much since the mid-month i was good yeah yeah for the total yeah go ahead so, you read a lot more <laughs> Uh, just to recap, I read Before the Mid-Month, The Body by Stephen King, which I rated 3.75 stars. Uh, Grocery Shopping with My Mother, which was a book of poetry by Kevin Powell, which I rated 4 stars. God Killer by Hannah Kaner, which I rated 4 stars. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams, which I rated 5 stars. Um, the Restaurant at the End of the Universe, Douglas Adams, 4.25. I, I think I realized that I'm like stingier with my fives this year. Um, a little bit. The Twelve Dates of Christmas by Jenny Bayless. I gave four stars. July's People by Nadine Gordimer, three stars. All Systems Read by Martha Wells, five stars. So yeah. that's where I was. Four, five, six, seven. Wow. Eight books before. <laughs> it's also funny. wild that you gave Nadine Gordimer, who is a. Nobel Prize winning author, three stars, and then Martha Wells. Who's like, yeah, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm not <laughs> trying to judge, but yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, uh, after the mid month, though, nothing touched the Hitchhiker's Guide and All Systems yeah. Red because not one thing got above a four star, of and course. even those were. Like, if anything, they were just above a four, and they were knocked down to a four. So, um, the first thing I read after the mid-month was Darling Girl, which I was in the middle of. Um, It's by Liz Mykolski. Mykolski? I gave that a four star. That was a Peter Pan retelling, and in this, Peter Pan is awful, which Mm. I really actually enjoyed this take on. Um, I do have problems with... (laughs) i do have problems with like the the main character because she does like questionable stuff that Mm -hmm. wouldn't be i don't know it's like it gives me like my sister's keeper vibes a little bit Mm. um so if you've read that you know but if you haven't you don't so i haven't spoiled anything (laughs) um then I read Finley Donovan is Killing It by El Casimano. I gave that a four star. It's it's really actually very funny. Mm. But the reason I gave it a four stars is because it it was a little bit too long. Like very little bit too long. Yeah. Um, and it I mean it wasn't like punchy enough. There was nothing either way. Like there's it was it was good. Was it funny? It was that's funny. A, okay, that's yeah. That, no, like I would recommend this to everybody. That's what I hear about that book more yeah. than anything else. Is, is I funny. Would, I would recommend this to everybody because it's just like this one, like this this book that's like really good to kind of like 
have a nice break from everything else. Can I can I put you on the spot a little bit? Uh-huh. What's the funniest part? Oh. Is there is there one moment I'm, or one scene, even if it's a okay, spoiler? Okay, so it's can, kind of in the beginning. Okay, and it's right. a little bit of a spoiler. Okay, but so the the premise is, um, she's at lunch with her agent, uh-huh. and she's she's a mystery writer, right. and she's discussing with her agent um, the issues that come with writing a book. But the it's it's the way that it's done. A lady overhears it mm-hmm. and thinks that she's a hitman. <laughs> Okay. So she yeah. is recently divorced because her husband cheated on her with some other lady and now he's moved in with that lady and now she's renting her house from him. Yeah. But she's a writer so she ha- doesn't have income and he has all the money and so she doesn't have any money. She got an advance but that needed to pay the bills and take care of the kids and do this because like she has sole custody. Like they share custody but like they live with her. Right. So... She's desperate. Yeah. <laughs> and so this lady drops her a little note. And um, it's like $50,000 to kill her husband. Mm. And so she debates on it, debates on it, debates on it. So the funniest part happens. She just goes to the club to kind of see what this guy is like. Mm-hmm. And she sees him trying to slip a roofie to somebody. Oh, no. And she spills drink on that lady. So the lady has to go to the bathroom and then starts flirting with the guy and switches the glasses and he drinks the roofie. So she has to like haul him to her minivan where there's like cups and snacks and and trash in her car because it's a <laughs> minivan and she has two kids. And um, then she... So he's passed out and she goes into the house and calls her sister because they're watching her kids. And the funniest part is she... She's laying, she's sitting on the ground, and then all of a sudden she remembers, oh crap, he's in the car, I left the car on. And she goes outside, and the garage is closed, and he's dead. (laughs) So she, she was hired to kill him, but (laughs) she accidentally killed him. (laughs) Okay, that's, all right, that's the funniest It's so silly, right? Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, it's, it's, and I don't think that, that's really, that's like the first 60 pages Are so like there's me? like 300 and something pages and that's like the first so like i don't think i really that's ruined so, anything no no of yeah, course it's not. so yeah. funny oh my gosh i have to read this now yeah i had no idea yeah it's, yeah. it's actually really we funny. hadn't talked about that Mm-mm. like we this is yeah. the one book that we really didn't talk about yeah we didn't think. talk about it much at yeah. all so that's so you funny. should read it for sure oh my gosh and i will read the rest of them i just there's just some moments where it was like this is just too silly or this is just like unreal or she just has the she has the best or the worst best luck yeah 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 that's my favorite sense of humor (laughs) just that one joke that you mentioned though so like yeah that's like my favorite thing that i wrote that down in my book too yeah yeah favorite moment oh i think i I actually think i just read it wildly (laughs) at the top of my list yeah yeah so um i have a little journal that i keep all my notes in a little bit too aggressively but yeah we can go with it Oh, yeah, I put Finley is throwing a pity party while talking to her sister and a man is passed out in her van, only to remember her van is running. She comes back out and tries, or and the garage is down and the man is dead and she's accidentally good at killing people. This is, <laughs> this is totally, that's totally like a Breaking Bad, yeah. like a Better Call Saul yeah. type situation. Like It's yeah. very funny. And oh my gosh. It's, it's very reminiscent, if anybody listens to or watches The Good Girls, um, it's, mm. it's pretty reminiscent of that, but like more lighthearted. The Good oh. Girls is like 
high intensity, it feels like. Um, but yeah, this is lighthearted. It's like kind of silly throughout. Yeah. So. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, Just you're fine. Check in. Yeah. Um, so I also started <laughs> classes back this semester. Mm. Um, so I also read Manfred by Lord Byron. Oh, um, cool. Yay. It's, well, I can't, I can't offend him. Jesus. That's like, it's so, probably like your best book of the month. I right? gave it a 2.75. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so what type of genre this is, it's a poetic play. It was never meant to, it, it, it's in play format that was never meant to be mm-hmm. performed. The way he wrote it was a non-performative play, mm. which I, that's a thing, apparently, which I didn't know. Yeah. So I learned something. What's well, a the, Crucible, right? I don't know. I've seen that performed. Uh, well, of course it's performed, <laughs> so, but I think that it was like a... a, a anyway, I don't but, know. I know too much about the Crucible. So I read this for my British Lit class. I did not like it. I can see <laughs> where some people might like it, and I had to write a paper about it, so I got something out of it. This sounds like the most stereotypical, like, <laughs> you know... Uh, class required reading type situation. Okay, so if you don't know anything about Lord Byron, apparently he was kicked out of England, maybe or maybe just his, the a city in England. Insert city here, wherever he was, um, because he cheated on his wife with his cousin. So he got a divorce and got kicked out of his city, and this is supposedly semi autobiographical. The entire time, Manfred is trying to commune with the ghost of his ex-lover, who supposedly, I must say that a lot, (laughs) is his sister. My issue with it is, the entire time he's whining about his grief and his sins, and trying to be absolved of his sins, and he's asking all of these women, and women aren't required to absolve anybody. Yeah, of course. And I think that's where my biggest issue was while I was reading it, is it doesn't hold up today. Yeah. Because he doesn't deserve it. And Mm -hmm. he starts using black magic to um, start communing with spirits. And then he's so far gone at the end that the archbishop comes and he goes, no, I'm too far gone to be saved. You're right. I'm glad you finally realized that your grief is only your own problem. Mm Mm-hmm. So <laughs> right, that's fire. I don't know, like, he, and it also seemed like he was the older sibling. Maybe I just inferred that. Yeah. So like, yeah. he took advantage. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she doesn't owe you anything. She's dead. But yeah. <laughs> also, we we're not even we we don't have to touch the incest issue here. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think that's. It's like a whole other like element of the story that like right. it's rattling, you know. Right. But yeah, it's fine. But yeah, at the end of the day, though, he's like, it's almost. It feels like, and I have notes all over my book. It mm-hmm. feels like he's like groaning and whining and kind of being a big old baby about the whole thing. Yeah. Um. It. And then he like carries around his grief and his it's his burden because his love is gone. Right. And it's like I get it. Like you're sad. But she doesn't owe you forgiveness. Right. So, yeah. like... That's fair. I don't know. I don't... It's fine. I... I read it for class. It's a product so. of its time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
for the worst. <laughs> it's just kind of ironic that Lord Byron and Mary Shelley mm-hmm. knew each other because Mary Shelley writes feminist work. Right. And Lord Byron wrote Manfred. Which is like. That's very funny, actually. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mary Shelley, what are your. I'm learning, it's fine. One of your your greatest heroes, I feel like. (laughs) It's fine. I did. Ugh, anyways. (laughs) And then the only. What else did you read? Well, I read Heartstopper Volume 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Well, <laughs> so it's not going to get gave much better. Heartstopper, um, one, two, four, and five a four star. I gave volume three a three point seven five. So I'm not going to go into too much detail because Aaron did go into detail on these when he was reading them, and I read them because I was reading a Spark of Light by Jody Pico, and it's the most depressing thing I've ever read, and he needed to bring me something. Because physically, like, I literally physically had to bring he you like more books. Literally <laughs> left to come to meet me at work yeah. to bring me these books. Yeah, <laughs> because I was like, I can't read this. Yeah, it's very okay. A Spark of Light is very good so far. Oh, I, and it's it written beautifully. It sounds amazing. Yeah, yes, but it but it's just depressing. Just gut punching. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so it's about um, so, in multiple ways. So the story is. Um, boy meets boy, boy falls in love with boy, boy thinks that um, the other boy is straight, the one he falls in love with. Mm-hmm. And he's not. Yep. That's the, that's the whole story. So, I didn't want to st- No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, they are a- in high school. Yeah. yeah um, they, it, 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 it touches on topics of mental illness. And, yes. And, um, like... Being gay and not being fully gay and trying to figure mm-hmm. out your identity in that situation. And it talks about, like, the stresses of being in high school and figuring out what you're going to do with your life and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but it doesn't... It, it It's a graphic novel, so it's probably not going to go into the deep, dark pits to, you know, pull out all the... The sad strings and stuff like that. Um, but it's also been done. A little bit. Yeah. And so it did get really repetitive, especially the third book. I actually struggled through the third one. Mm. Um, Which is wild, because I think the third one was like kind of up on my list. But it was I better. Think. Yeah. But by the third one, I had seen these themes two yes. other times already. Yeah, of course. Of so course. then I'm I had to... to I had to... Put it in my brain that, okay, I'm going to see these themes mm-hmm. every single time I read these, this book. Right. And I just need to deal with that. Right. And so after that, I was able to get through the other two fine. Um, the fifth one is my favorite. Yeah. The fifth one, you can see the two characters trying to figure out what life is like as individual people instead of as a couple. And I think that's very important in high school. Yeah. I think that um, especially as somebody who just came out as bi and mm-hmm. just came out as gay to find out what your identity is apart from those things and apart from your significant other. Yep. And I think those things are very important. And I think that it wasn't touched on enough, but it did breach the subject a little bit. Mm-hmm. And every other point was 
okay, we'll just sweep it under the rug. Every other, every other major issue felt swept under the rug until a surprise moment. Yeah. And I, that is my biggest issue with them. I think that there's a lot of merit for them. I think that it is great for people to find a place Mm -hmm. to, to read these. I think that, I think that it's, very important for these to exist. Yeah, absolutely. I just think that I expected um, a deeper dive. Yeah, these aren't yeah. for us. Right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that I remember, was... but I remember what it was like in high school. Yeah. And this is not gritty enough for what it was like in high school. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's for, and I, I this have is... this like two sided thing mm-hmm. because. If it's for people in high school, maybe they don't want the grit, mm-hmm. but they want the content. Mm-hmm. But if I was reading, and I and I can I can say that now because I'm not in high school anymore. If I was right. reading these in high school, I would still feel like they're a little cookie cutter. Yeah, I think that I think that they're for, I think they're for people in middle grades. That's what that's I fair, feel like. That's fair. That's what I feel like. Because I, I even though they're about that. high schoolers. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you're you're looking forward to high school. Yeah. I mean, that's a, you're in the in between space, you know. Um, and yeah, I think that you know, I you you vocalize so many of the issues that I have with these as well is, uh, they get repetitive. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of themes that are very, you know. Uh, over the top sometimes, uh, maybe a little bit unrealistic. What is it that you said when we were eating? What, what did you call it about when something's too sweet? Saccharin. Yes. Yeah. They feel very saccharin. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it, and, and again, they, they started as like a, what was it, Wattpad or I what was so. it? I know it's like a, oh no, a webtoon. Uh, webtoons. Yep. Yeah. It was a webtoons comic that it started as, and, and it, they basically took the Webtoons comics and published them into these volumes. Um, and it feels that way because, mm-hmm. because on, on Webtoons, it's a, it's a drip feed. It, it's like they have to drip feed the audience. Right. And give it, them. It's like pushing out content yeah. every week, a few panels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it feels like it's almost like fan service. Like it feels like they have to continuously be like, well, here's another scene where they are happy together. Here's another scene where they're like, there's like tension between them. Right. Here's another scene where they're in love. And here's a scene where we recap what happened. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it, it, it feels like they have to do that. Yeah. Because on a, like a, a webtoon thing, if it's coming out on a regular basis, they have to do that. They can't make it like an overall arcing story. But then whenever you collect it into volumes, it, it becomes repetitive. Mm-hmm. It really, really feels repetitive. Um, and we talked about how it also feels a little bit convenient, I guess, right. that, that, that they they touch on every single social topic you can think of. Um, which, not to say it's not important to touch on like every LGBTQ topic. Right. But it, it feels like they really... Yeah made sure that they had characters that hit every single demographic mm-hmm. in this short span of time. And also every one of them are friends. They're all knowledgeable they even, of each other in a group. There's even a point. Um, I have it written down, actually. Yeah, yeah. There's even a point where they make a mention of the fact that um, we're, we're 
like it kind of feels like she's saying we're a dime a dozen. Yeah. Um, and it's a secret club. Right. And we have to stick together. There's like 15 of them at the end of the <laughs> yeah. at the end of the fifth book that's in this secret club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe not 15, but there's a there, oh there's gosh, a lot. actually there's yeah. like 12. Yeah. Total mm-hmm. people. Um, and I think that that is part of what makes it le- feel less authentic. And every time they introduce a new character, it feels like that character has to fit within that community. Right. Which, again, like feels like almost antithetical to the... Yeah, because then they even make the bully like yeah. an ally. Yeah, even yeah. Even though he was a bully. Yeah. And it's like, no, there's like people out there who are just bad people that like are you can, not... Can, you can leave... Or you can make him see his ways, mm-hmm. but he just got punched in the face. Yeah. Like, he didn't have a brain scramble that then mm. made him be this great super dude. Right. But. Yeah. There's, again, it's not for us, I don't right. think. <laughs> I think it but is But it makes definitely... sense when you say they're a little more middle school, because they actually yeah. are. Like, it's. That makes sense. I think it's targeted towards middle school kids, mm-hmm. especially kids who are not like sure about their high identity. Schoolers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it 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 gives this image of like you can find your community, you yeah. can find your family if your actual family is not meeting up to what you need. Them that was to. the other yeah. problem yeah. that I had, though. Right, right, right. Is that their families were all like every single family was like cool. Yeah. Yeah. You had one relative mm-hmm. who was like, oh, no, this is not cool. And that was it. And, like, which, the mom put him in his place. Yeah. Which I hope that's the reality. Yeah. To be fair, that would be great if that's yeah. the reality. Unfortunately. I, maybe maybe for us, again. Yeah. We're, 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 thir- we're a different we're, generation. We're, we're 30 plus at this point. Some of us more plus than thirty. All right, come on. <laughs> but but maybe maybe that's not. Yeah, that's you know, fair. You're may, right. Maybe it is that way now. I don't know. You're right. But I only know what same... it was like. Yeah. For my generation. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think that we are looking through thirty-year-old goggles. Yeah. yeah. But but I you know, it just it's it's probably not for us. But again, they're good reads. Yeah. They're oh, fun. yes. They're fun. They're, they're comforting. They're cozy. Yes, they're very cozy. Yeah. And it, and if you could, there's some serious issues. I wouldn't suggest binging them like no. I did. I mean, I did too, to be fair. But I think they would be better if you read one yeah. and then took a breather, maybe read something in between, mm-hmm. read another one. Because when you read them back to back, which is not how they were released, mm-hmm. it is going to feel repetitive like you, like we were talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're not necessarily meant to be read Volume one, two, three, What's... four, five in a twenty-four hour span. Right, right. Which we just is... need to watch the show. That's what it comes I have heard to. good stuff about the show. I have too. Yeah, yeah. Bloody good acting. Sorry, but... I have my tangent is done. No, no. I, I, gosh, I, 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 and then I feel bad because like I did like them. <laughs> yeah, I did too. That's the thing. That's I just the problem. think it's important yeah. to point out that like they're just maybe not for me. Yeah, that's what's hard. And they're not perfect. And, I mean, I guess... I think I'm just overall disappointed that I only read two five-star books out of 16. And maybe that's... Maybe I'm having a biased opinion. No, I get it. I get it. (laughs) And and I felt felt disappointed after I read them, too. Because I read them in December. And I wanted them to be, like... I think I went into it thinking that, 
like these are going to be the greatest thing mm-hmm. that I've read. Yeah. And I... Because I was super hot on them. Yeah. That's the thing. I was so hot on the first, like, three. Mm-hmm. And then around that third to fourth mm-hmm. pivot, I was like, this is getting a little bit yeah. much. Like, I'm seeing And the- when I stopped, when I slowed down, I actually was, remember, I was like, I'm halfway through three. I had actually finished three. Yeah. Yeah. I was seeing the holes in it. Yeah. yeah so. And a lot of it was a little forgettable. Yeah. Um, like the side stuff, because they do mm-hmm. a lot of panels where they're just like laying in bed. Yeah. Or they're yeah. just kissing, or they're talking about how they miss they get, each other. It's the fan which is service. super cute. Like, that's, like those yeah, are it's really so cute, cute things. It's so cute. But, yeah. Yeah. Just it's, a lot. It's very cute and heartwarming, but it's like... The it, first time. Yeah. But it's definitely one of those things where you realize like, oh yeah, weekly, this is what people wanted to see. Yeah. They wanted to see this yeah. happen again and again and again. But if you're sitting there reading it over the course yeah. of like thirty to forty five minutes, should, yeah, they should they should definitely be read spaced out. Yes, yeah. yeah. So because I I did read them, I read the first three in, a, in about an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Which is easy because there's not yeah. much. And then I text. read the second two, the next day. Yeah. In about forty five minutes. Right. And. Okay, and and I I have to, I have to say that like, they do touch on like again like we said yes they touch on mental health issues they touch on self harm mm-hmm. they touch on uh, eating disorders mm-hmm. like they touch on a lot of very serious issues like anxiety depression issues mm-hmm. they touch on all that stuff, and it opens the door, but I feel like, the way that they address it your imagination has to fill in a lot of gaps yes for it because they don't explicitly display or develop any of those points so you have to mentally fill in the gaps to be like oh yeah well this character is struggling with this a lot and you you kind of assume a lot of stuff about that character without it being spelled out for you which is not a bad thing necessarily, but at the same time, it just it feels like you kind of have to write your own story for them to, yeah. an, to an extent. So, lots of tangents today. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> I, I no, I I wanted to talk about that. That was one of the number one things I wanted to talk about in this episode because because yeah. uh, now we've yeah. both read them. But, Pretty fresh, like from your read versus my read. Right, and yeah. and I don't want to. And I don't want to get into, uh, I don't want to do a spoiler episode for these, Mm-mm. personally, because it just doesn't... It's not enough. It doesn't feel like there's enough substance yeah. there. So, if we do a spoiler, we need to do it for something that has more content. But, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. We should what do if, it for uh, Finley Donovan, because I need you to read that. <laughs> it's I would, just so I would weird. Love to, I would love to read that. <laughs> it's so honestly. weird and silly. After this, honestly, I yeah. would love to read that. But um, what else do you read this month? Um, so I'm the last thing I'm going to talk about is I'll probably finish a Spark of Light. We're recording a day before the end of the month. Um, it'll be up tomorrow. So today's the thirtieth. It'll be up to thirty first, and I'll probably finish it tomorrow. Um, a Spark of Light, if I can get through some of the tough parts. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, it's it's an action-packed... Like, it starts in the drama. Right. So, I think I can finish it. So, I'll be... I'll end with 17 books on Goodreads for the month. Mm-hmm. My goal was 20, but I, it was kind of a stretch goal. 17's not bad. No. That's good. All right. You want to do superlatives? Yes. Yeah. So, what was your favorite book? Oh, uh, Hitchhikers. Yeah, mine sure. too. Hands yeah. down. Easy yeah, peasy. It's the easiest. It one. was the easiest five I think I've ever given. Yep. Yep. We'll have to we we will again we mentioned it before. But we'll probably do a spoiler yeah. for all five of those. I, I'm eager to read the third one already. Yeah, I've so, been thinking about it recently. Yeah, it just just the best. Some of the best sci-fi ever. All right. <laughs> Most disappointing. Do you want to go? I think it's obvious that mine was Heartstoppers. That sucks. I know. Do you have a specific one? No. Oh. I counted them as one story. Yep. That's fair. But the third one, because that's when I got burnt out on a little bit. Okay. I did a sea change. We really heard, like, the story seemed really good, and I feel like we heard good stuff about it. Yeah. I, okay. I I think I, if you'll give me, like, a couple minutes, I think I glossed over sea change (laughs) a little bit. Let me, let me, let me. Try to for like two minutes. No, just, fine. <laughs> just say like, all right. So, Sea Change is it's it's a good book. Mm-hmm. Like it is a it's a book about a woman who is again, like I said, trying to come to terms with a lot of trauma and mm-hmm. adulthood in her life through the comparison to losing this sea creature, right. the octopus that she's losing. So I think I had a lot of expectations for that. Mm-hmm. Um, that did just they just didn't pan out. I mean, I read Dark Places <laughs> by Gillian Flynn, like that or Sharp Objects, which I I saw the show but mm-hmm. didn't read the book. Those are that, that's it. That's it. That's mm-hmm. that's the same themes, the same character development. There's nothing that much different other than. The cultural aspect. Right. Like, that's the only thing that sets those apart. The, the octopus didn't... It was just a catalyst. It yeah. wasn't even like... It didn't have to be an octopus. It, was, it could have been his her dad's shirt. It was barely in there. Right. It was barely in there. Which is fine. Because, like, but I was... it's on much, the front cover, though. Right. But I was also <laughs> I was also much more interested in her. To right. be fair, I did not. I thought I forgot about the octopus for like the first, like the middle half of the book, because like they barely mentioned the octopus. Um, but yeah, it was just I don't know. Yeah, and you said there was too many flashbacks. Was it because you learned something so in much. the present, but then they did a flashback to reinforce the so thing you learned much. in the present. Yeah, so so she has like a strained relationship with her like her mom and her cousin. Uh, cousin and also her best friend. And they do multiple flashbacks throughout the book mm-hmm. with each of them. And after like the first one with each of them, you're like, "Oh, I get the relationship, that's fine." But the rest of them that they do, which is like five or six more, <laughs> uh it feels like, "All right, I, I got it. it. I got it. You're just reinforcing the things that I already knew. Right. Again, I, I, I want to be clear. I still recommend it. Right. Especially if you've not read a lot of literature about like. See, and I, I still recommend Heartstoppers. Yes. That doesn't mean I like mm-hmm. didn't like it. I it, You just go into something having a certain expectation of it. Yep. 
That's it. Because we were really excited about Sea Change. Yep. Same. And hey, I, pre- I bet it was a really good audiobook. Though. It was so good. It yeah. was so good. I lo- Yeah, again, I it, it passed the time so well while I was driving around yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. But, all right. Uh, so the next one we have is Best Cover. Uh, I chose Darling Girl. Mm-hmm. It, it has, like, these little, like, well, they're fairies because it's Tinkerbell. Yeah. Um, but it's just, like, a really cool cover. I just really liked it. Plus, well, no, God Killer is really good, too. That's it. I forgot about that until just now. I looked at my that's list. A, There's like a... That's like one a of the best covers I've ever seen. Elk <laughs> with like trees around it. It's just a... Is that an elk? Or, I, don't I don't know. No, he's a deer. Yeah. He's a deer. It, it's a weird book, but... Fantastic I liked cover. It. Yeah, the yeah. covers is great. I forgot about that one. I've been dying to read that one for a while. I think you'd like it. Yeah. It's really good storytelling. Yeah. It, you just gotta... See, this is the same thing that happened with Malice um, mm. by John Gwynn, mm. is you have to meet all these characters separately first, and then you have to figure out how they come together. And when they come together, it's beautiful. From what I've heard about the Malice, like the next two, it doesn't get better. Though. It's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, I, like, I, I want to know what happens. I've, I I've gotta heard, read it. I've heard that the next two, it's like still the same thing where it's like, oh, well, we're they still introduce more you, characters. From yeah, my they're like we're the gonna, two. Yeah, they're going to give you twenty more characters, yeah. and you have to figure. I'm going to need tabs and like a yeah. whole sheet. I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> no, I have to. I have them. I own them. I got just, to. Just read uh what's the cliff Gwyn- notes. <laughs> what's the John Gwynn book that I have? Uh the one with the wolf on the cover. I don't remember. I don't know either. Oh, that no. that's the one and just just go with that one. Oh gosh, it's gonna bother me. I'm sitting literally in front of your shelves and I don't see it. You can just Google it if you want to. Yes. John Gwynn uh something war. Something uh <laughs> Books that like it's not one of your books you're supposed to be reading this year, so where is it? No, I don't know. I just don't think we had it on the shelves. Oh no, <laughs> I gotta redo the shelves. <laughs> no, it's fine. It is yeah. gonna bother me though if you don't. I'll look it up if you want me to look up John Goyen. Yeah, I need to know. Uh, Hunger of the Gods. No, that's it. No, The Hunger of the Gods. Let me see the cover. It's the hunger of the gods. I don't think so. It's absolutely that. Oh yeah, it's that one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's your book though? Yeah, I don't know, but I was just saying, like I've heard that that's like better. That's where like he cut yeah. his teeth. Like he. Well, I mean, Malice was his first. Yeah, like because he, he's he's already like well not cut his teeth. He's honed his teeth. Yes, his teeth are sharp already. Right, but we're going with the teeth analogy. Sure, go ahead, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, I I feel like that's the one that you should get into. I can't. I gotta. I got to. I own them. I'll finish it. That's fine. But, <laughs> right. Um, where were we at? The biggest <laughs> surprise. Yeah. What was yours? Hitchhikers. Yeah. For sure. I. I knew that. I'd heard so much about it. I'd watched the movie. Uh. I, I heard people talk about it. The 42 jokes were hilarious. The, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I knew, I knew it was a huge cultural phenomenon. For sure. But I was always kind of like, all right, well, this is like a niche 
thing. Like, I'm not going to, like, dig into it. I don't care that much about it. See, I knew I was going to like them. I just needed to make time for them. Same here. Like, I knew I was going to like it. And then, like, and I I think I even told you, I was like, if I ever get into it, this is going to be my whole personality. Yeah, they were (laughs) so much funnier than I thought they would. Like, I... Yeah. I never... I don't think I've ever laughed out loud for a book. Well, yeah, because, like... But that actually allowed me to laugh out loud for other books this yeah. month. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, well, like, there are things that are funny. It's fine to laugh out loud by yourself. Yeah. Because I did laugh with Finley Donovan. Yeah. Which uh, is my biggest surprise. I love that. Yeah. Finley Donovan is killing it. That was so funny. That's good. I love that. Yeah, because I... Yeah, I think that being able to find humor in a book is yeah. hard. I think that's the hardest motion to dig up. Yeah. And, and yeah, because whenever I read that uh, hitchhikers i was like all right this is this is a big deal this mm-hmm. is a good book but then immediately i, I you know i sent you uh, the first page i sent you like the first page and you're like oh i think i might have to read this <laughs> yeah i stopped everything that i was doing yeah. so i could read that with you and then you picked it up and you're like oh no yeah it's just like good and then both of us were just like immediately like this is the greatest thing we've ever read mm-hmm. yeah it's so, so great it has yeah. made it into top ten at least. Yeah, 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 for sure, for all yeah. time. Yeah, it's it's the first one in particular. For, the, the second one is le- less memorable. It's a little rough, yeah, but but the first one is like the humor is there, mm-hmm. the thoughtfulness is there. It's it's just great. We even watched the movie. We had mm-hmm. we got so into it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That surprised me so much. And yeah. and again, like I, I want us to finish the last three. For so, sure. So like that I think that do, would be easy. Yeah, and we need to do a spoiler mm-hmm. podcast on that. That might be our first spoiler podcast ever. Mm-hmm. So I would love that. Cool. So, yeah. Yep. Oh, and also my mom has been convinced to read it. And she's not a sci-fi person. Oh, that'd be great. So. Do you want to get her on the podcast or? <laughs> No. Are you sure? <laughs> well, Danny has the books now, too. Maybe yeah. Danny can read it. You want to get all... You right. We just have a all? whole group discussion. Let's have all four of them on here. Yeah. <sighs> all four of us, I mean. I don't know. We'll see. You seem depressed. Right. I was just thinking about four people <laughs> sitting around this mic with... Oh, we don't have to. I can I can sync chairs. it up. I have programs that we can... I can send out links. can record at different houses. I don't... I think so. On phone calls? Maybe. All right. Jordan has a good mic. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. We're just brainstorming on, on... Oh, Jordan should read it, too. He won't. He should, though. But he won't. Do you think he would laugh? No. Really? Maybe. I think he would think it's No. Funny. Yeah, that's kind of his humor. Yeah. If he read, that would be his humor. Totally his sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway, let's get to the last of this, I <laughs> All guess. All right, so we, need to um, we are going to... Wait, did I tell you my cover? I don't think I told oh, you Oh, you were supposed cover. to. What's your favorite cover? I don't think it's my favorite. I'm so sorry. There's the Binti books. That's fine. That's a good cover. It's a good cover. Uh-huh. Yeah. And even the uh, separate novellas had really good covers. Yeah, but the, the collection, the blued out. That, like blue and purple. Yeah, I, I have to I have to get the last like little bit of credit to Binti because I yeah. probably won't mention it again on the podcast. Um, it's amazing. The, yeah. the three uh, novellas. You might mention it again. I don't think so. No. I Probably not. I mean... 
I love those. I, I, the more I think about them, the more I love them. The problem them. is you read them in the same month that you read Hitchhiker's Guide, so it's right. not going to win Best Book of the Month. Well, no, but it, <laughs> but it's also like, yeah, I'm going to remember them. Yeah. I'll never forget Binti. Like, I think that those are amazing. It's really sweet. Just a really sweet thing that you said. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, you absolutely should read the other stuff that's yeah. in that world, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I'll never forget those books. I think they're fantastic. Yeah. They they do so many like unique things that I don't. I yeah, I just I love the concept. And again, it's like Afrofuturism at its mm-hmm. like peak, in my opinion. Uh, and again, I haven't read a ton of Afrofuturism, but that's that's where it's at. And but yeah, the, the cover is like the one that I have at least is like blued out. It's like a gray scale mm-hmm. with like blue covering, which is perfect if you know the character of Binti, where she has like the her basically her locks become mm-hmm. like uh, uh like a tentacles <laughs> essentially, yeah. like iridescent tentacles. Yeah, they're, they then they're like clear and like she has to like rub the clay solution over them to like cover them. And then uh, whenever it fades, it's like, yeah, they just, like, move around like snakes and stuff. It's That seems so cool. Yeah, it's amazing. These, uh, again, I cannot tell you how great these are. <laughs> but anyway. All right. We got those. All right. So then we're going to end our um, content with yeah. a quick recommendation. Um, so my first, well, I only have one. I don't know why I said my first. Um, I have a Kodak Step Mini photo printer. Um, so it prints photos the size of a business card. I believe it's a two by three. Mm-hmm. And what I use it for is I put four books um, on in a collage. And I can print them out and I use them for my planner. It's stickers. It prints photos on stickers. It doesn't use ink. It's almost like a laser jet like situation, like a digital printing um, it's great. I love it so much. And I could see, like, if, if you want to take pictures with friends and, you know, you want everybody to have one, you could print it out really quickly. I, I don't know. I love that it's stickers. It's, like, my favorite thing that I've gotten. I use it a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Makes me excited, too. Yeah. I, I think and they're, some... like, pretty good quality. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I'm looking at them right now. Yeah. <laughs> So good. What's yours? That's all I got. I only have one as well, and you recommended it, but and also bought the book for me. <laughs> the uh, The Big Book of Science Fiction, uh, which is a an anthology collection type book uh, by Anne and Jeff Vandermeer, which uh, Jeff Vandermeer is the author of Annihilation, uh, the Southern Reach trilogy uh, overall. He's a, he's a very good author. Red Annihilation. Horrifying and great book. <laughs> I, think I, I think I had like a more nightmares about that book than I had about several other books. Oh, no. It's very short and uh, very good. And I love it. Uh, and I want to read the rest of them. I started the second one and I uh, couldn't get through it. But got like, what, 50 pages? I got in? distracted. Got distracted. That's the best way to put it. But anyway, this uh, this book is a collection of short stories, um, short science fiction by so many people. There's a uh, Isaac Asimov, uh, Ursula Le Guin, uh, let's see, Ray Bradbury, H. G. Wells, uh, Philip K. Dick, uh, Ted Chang, uh, Xi Jin Liu. 
uh, and many, many others. It's like, what, 600 pages probably? No, it's like 1,200. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I, I and saw it's this double thing. columned. Yeah, it's double column. It's like two columns. Yeah, it's like. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, 1,216 <laughs> pages. Um, it's amazing. Uh, we happened to find it at Second and Charles, and uh, you bought it for me, which I didn't know you were buying it for me, but I appreciate it. No, sometimes that you got to. You got to hide it until it's for you. and That's. That's funny, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, it was a it's a good book. I, I I look forward to reading a lot of that stuff because I like collections of short stories a lot, and especially mm-hmm. with this one uh, because it's a, a lot of the peak authors, and it's also a collection like directed by uh, one of my favorite science fiction authors, mm-hmm. which is Jeff Vandermeer. So yeah, I think that's really cool. But, yeah, and he has like a fantasy one, and mm-hmm. then. There was one more, wasn't there? Oh my gosh, there is. Oh yeah, I can't remember it either. Gosh, that sucks. Yeah, it's like a, they have a sci-fi and a fantasy and something, something else. I'm not. I don't like this. No, it's okay. It's all right. Sci-fi fantasy. Well, there's a classic fantasy and a modern. I fantasy. think that's maybe what I was thinking. That's what it is. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, he did a classic fantasy and a modern fantasy. Was the two that? That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I I recommend that. Uh, check it out. I'm gonna check it out for sure. Uh, especially you know again, Ursula Le Guin did the Earth Sea stuff, mm-hmm. and Ted Chang did uh, Stories of Our Life, which is and then the is that no, who's isn't he on there too? Mm-hmm. The guy that does the three body problem isn't he in this one too? Uh, maybe. Where is my, I don't know. What's his name? I don't know. It's right there. It's a green book on my shelf. Um, I think it says. Oh, okay. That's I don't fair. know how to say that name. It's okay. C-I-X-I-N. Probably on there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, Ted Chang in particular, I, I would like to shout shout out Ted Chang stuff because uh, uh, Ted Chang does the uh, uh, the short story, uh, Stories of Her Life that was turned into a rival, which is one of my favorite sci-fi movies oh, of all time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with uh, Amy Adams. That's cool. Uh, that movie's fantastic, and that story is fantastic. Uh, but Ted Chang is like this weirdly like brilliant guy that he's he's just like really into like mathematics and like he I don't know it's a, it, some of his stories are like hard to comprehend at times. It's high science, yeah, because like he's high concept. Science. He's he's way smarter than you know the audience probably (laughs) um so it's a hard it's kind of hard to get into it sometimes but then he also knows how to like smooth it over to like help you connect so it just it helps so much but yeah you can tell he's like uh very very smart so so i think that's gonna wrap up what we Mm -hmm. have um we're gonna be sliding into like valentine's day month and black history month yeah so it's gonna be like big is that book that's weird right those two combined yeah yeah it feels uncomfortable <laughs> honestly like it feels weird it feels weird i think that right. that's a that's also, fair like, say valentine's day was about a massacre yeah uh, yeah, this one, it, like, it just We're feels... super romantic, guys. <laughs> right, right. But, so, we will, um, 
We'll be back on the 1st of February with uh, our new theme. Yep. Which, that would probably give you a hint at what <laughs> it will be. Um, but we will... We'll have, I think it's kind of been given to us. Right. <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll exchange uh, we'll exchange books and uh, and talk about the theme. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And and also just like uh you know set off the month and yeah. set some reading goals. Uh, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna read. I do too. I I've not set a goal at all. Yeah, me either. Yeah, it's been such a hectic January. So yeah, I mean, so full disclosure, it felt like it had been thirty days since we last recorded. Yeah. Um, it hasn't. It's been fifteen. Yeah. Because that's how that works. Yeah. Um, I. Didn't really read that much mm-hmm. because Heartstopper didn't have a lot of words in it. Yeah. So I read eight books before and I read the equivalent of like four books after. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. January came, January lasted a long time, but finished quickly. Yep. So. Absolutely. Next month will be different. We Maybe. hope. Maybe. Yeah, we hope. It's the shortest <laughs> month of the year, so we'll see. Not this year. It's a little bit longer. Is it? Is this leap year? Yeah, it is leap year. Is it actually? Yeah. I don't think this is true. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm looking <laughs> at my calendar. I actually don't It's think a leap year. Oh, it is? Yep. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're going to wrap this one up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but we really appreciate you listening and uh, hanging in there with us. Uh, we hope that you got some good recommendations from us, uh, and we will have some more stuff coming out uh, the 1st of February. Mm-hmm. We'll have, uh, again, our first of the month episode with our new theme and everything, and then we'll be back on a regular schedule. Um, we also hope to have that spoiler episode. Uh, it might have to be after March, because we both have all of our Christmas books to read. Okay, I was going to say by the end of February. But oh, you think a, so? I don't know, they're so short. You're right, I don't know, we'll they're see. They're really short. Anyways, we'll see. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever works, whatever works. Anyway, um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, we will be back soon. Uh, send us an email if you have questions or comments or suggestions at talkbookie at gmail.com. Uh, please follow us on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, at TalkBookie. Yeah. And then we can both be found on Goodreads at mm-hmm. goodreads.com backslash. Oh my gosh, what is mine? Femurie. Femurie. Oof. Yep. And then Aaron's is backslash AT Cole 1400. Yep. I, I had a brain fart. And then uh, you can find the podcast on uh, Podbean directly if you want to. It's where we host it. Or you can go to. Uh, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast. Google. I did get an email saying Google is going to be switching to YouTube. It'll be YouTube um, very so I soon. Of, yeah, yeah, I did get an email recently. Uh, and then Spotify, I think, is where most of our listeners yeah. are currently. Um, and then also uh, Amazon. We have a uh, Amazon Podcast yep. uh, top thing as well. So uh, follow us wherever. Give us uh, good ratings, good scores, reviews, all that stuff. And send us an email if you want to suggest anything. Because Absolutely. Because this year I am really going to try to read books that are suggested to me. Yeah. Um, I'm doing good so far. <laughs> yep. But that's it, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Absolutely. Bye.